Welcome back to another episode of Football at the Bar with your host, T.A. and G. Money, bringing you all the highlights, talking mess, and all the bullshit you shouldn't have missed. What's up, everybody? This is Football at the Bar. We're your host. I'm T.A. And this is G. Money. And we're ready to get a crack in the day and talk some football. Yes, indeed. To all of our brand new followers, all of our brand new listeners, all of our brand new subscribers, we welcome you. And for all of you, please like, subscribe, download, and have some fun with us. Yeah, what he said. There it is. <laughs> Let's do that. But we're ready to talk some football. And Ooh. let me tell you something. Before we get started, what are you drinking on today? Okay, man, I got to even look back at the bar because, you know, you gave me one of the many blended scotches. Yes. So which which one am I drinking on today? You're drinking on some Carlisle. Carlisle, yes. Carlisle of the blended scotch the blended. family. So what do you think about it thus far? You know what? It's hitting where it needs to hit. I, I I like it, you know, as long as it doesn't have no bite. And this one is a little smooth. <laughs> so good job, Carlisle. Good job. Without a doubt, I'm drinking on my old faithful. Some Cavassier. Oh, man. Mm. Look, at that is your old faithful. Yes. Bang. Let's so, do it. So you ready to talk some football? Absolutely. Because I got some shit for you this week, brother. We oh, got, we got fun you got me week. giddy. Yeah. What are we about to do? So I, I got to start this week off with how the Chiefs have performed thus far this year. Now, hey, they beat your boys, and I know you I know you uh, loved them, and I know you were giddy for a little bit. You actually thought you had some action, and you did. But our boy uh, Mahomes, my boy Mahomes, has came through and sat over and made it happen. Oh, my God. I'm so sick of you motherfuckers beating us, but I know. I know. Okay. That's yeah, what we do. You did it. But you here's what it. the reality is. Mahomes and, and the Chiefs have not looked like They've normally looked. And so That's true. what I've been thinking about is, is it, it, what's the reason behind that? There has to be a reason behind it. And my thought process is, are they missing the enemy? Uh, yes, they are missing the enemy. I mean, look, they have been an efficient offense. I think that you could also maybe say that they've gone to the well too many times. We all know that they had Hill and they were, uh, arguably could have been the most dominant force for the next 10 years if they had kept Hill. And so uh, shame on the owners for letting that guy go. They don't want to but, but, okay, fine. They won the Super Bowl without him, mm-hmm. so that was their proverbial justification. Justification, vindication, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what would you have is, is you got marginal, uh, maybe to average to marginal receivers, but with the cadence and why they won the Super Bowl last year was – that they were held, hold themselves to a standard and that offensive efficiency is the enemy. So he is the missing piece. Period. End of story. He is the missing piece. They don't have the same discipline and they are not developing their guys to the same level because he's not there. Yes, we know the head coach is an offensive genius without a doubt. Yes, we know that they have an all time great, uh, Hall of Fame quarterback without a doubt. But you talk to me about what's the missing piece? That's the missing piece. And here's the thing is they tried to hide that because they filled his role with an individual that wasn't shit with the Chicago Bears. Mm. And, and then once you look at enemy going away and going to Washington Commanders, and now they have an offense and a quarterback that's thrown for more yards than anybody else in the league. So while they use 
the the reasoning behind not giving the enemy a head coaching job was that um the coach the head coach mm. uh for the chiefs were the one that calling plays obviously sure. there's something being missed in the in the mix yes to, to why that didn't translate if, if coach reed was the one that was actually calling the plays and he was the catalyst of their success then that would have set over here and and, and, and moved forward to this season yeah now we have the the weak ass dude what what's the what's the coach's name that was with the Chicago Bears got fired from them that's now the offensive coordinator yeah I don't even know their offensive caterer because as a Raider fan I I, I choose I I willfully choose not to know their staff <laughs> and, and that but, makes sense but I will say yes whoever they inserted as their offensive coordinator is um he is not the you know the difference maker for them anymore. Well, he was a net when he was in Chicago, and hence why he got fired, and now he got brought to brought back yeah. to, to 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 the Kansas City Chiefs. My biggest problem is is he was able to get that 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 head coaching job, quote unquote, not making offensive, not being the offensive coordinator that was calling the plays, and Reed was, and he got a job, but the enemy, who was supposedly in the same position. Was not able to get a head coaching job, but you see the impact that he yeah, makes you see on the, the difference. game. Listen, Cheeseburger Reed, okay, Andy <laughs> Reed. Yes, he is a great scheme person, and he is, you know, what we've also said throughout the season is that, is that you need a head coach who's a leader of men. Mm-hmm. He is undoubtedly a leader of men, and you know what? And that, but he can't do all things. And so what you're really missing is, is that he had the secret sauce with his backup, his 1A, which was the enemy. And the enemy got his boys ready and they just had a rhythm. And when you take that away, even if you have Hall of Fame players, you're just showing that, you know what, there's going to be a little bit of vulnerability that comes there. And that's what you see is that their their offense, even though they got well, they got healthy. Mm-hmm. Off of the Raiders, God bless them. But they got healthy off of us. But you know they're not that they're they're not the same. Team. They're not the same team. And I will say this: what it does show was that enemy had more uh, hands in the game yeah. than what many Real people talk. thought. Um, Real talk. But 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 I also have to say that the Chiefs are great, whether enemy's there or not whether Reed's calling the plays or not, because they have a quarterback that is of an MVP caliber. Ooh, as much as I hate to say it, yeah, I have to agree with you. You have to agree with that. Now, here's where the twist is. What I believe that we saw was a coronation of a new MVP caliber individual. Oh, I know where you That was in the race. I mean, I don't know if you saw this game, but this game was probably the best game of the week. When you talk about the Eagles against the Bills, and we saw in the rain, in the rain, and we saw Jalen Hurts rise to the occasion once again. And let me give you a quick stat on this: Jalen Hurts in the last sixteen games are um, fifteen and one, playing against teams that have a winning record. And mm. that is the best record for any quarterback playing against teams that have a winning record in the NFL. You know, and so hold on real quick. Go I ahead, give it all. We to have them. a fucking new MVP, a new motherfucker that's mm. that that's gonna rival. They have a different skill set, but are gonna rival Mahomes in terms of who's gonna compete for MVP year over year. You know what? Okay, I, I'll say this about uh, Jalen Hurst to give him all the love. 
all the cliches, you know. I'm gonna give you your flowers yeah. and all of that. All <laughs> give that, this man all his that, flowers, all that yeah. stuff, right? So, okay, yeah. He 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 has proven through this year, especially at ten and one. I think that you it's hard to back even, to back ten and one. Yeah, and it's back hard. To it's hard to deny his greatness and what he has contributed to that that victory mm -hmm. and his season overall. Mm -hmm. But I would also say is that that to me was a game in my estimation. And, and you know what? The Eagles have done this a couple of times over this year that they have won in spite of their fallacies because they, they have an efficiency. And maybe you got to give some of that to just Jalen Hurts just producing is but they have shown weaknesses. And this is the first game that I actually watched it. And I was more encouraged by the Bills than I was Jalen Hurts. In, to the MVP question, is he MVP? Probably he's the front runner right now. I, you know, when you, you score two rushing touchdowns and then, and then you throw in the clutch moments and then the game goes into overtime and you deliver, you know what? It's hard for me to say that you're not the MVP, bro. Granted, MVP is a quarterback uh, driven, a driven, driven, driven stat. Mm -hmm. But I saw a lot of vulnerability in them because Josh Allen, as much as I like to hate on Josh Allen, Josh Allen played his ass off. And if Davis just doesn't, doesn't like, you know, look over the left shoulder and he looks over the right shoulder. And that game is game over, uh, Bills. And that's how fragile it was because the, the Bills did enough to win the game. It's just once they, again, they did a, a la clipper, they clopped. They clopped. Mm -hmm. Once they did that in overtime, it was like, oh, okay, well, that was your shot. Y'all gonna fuck up now. And then, then they delivered on it. Now, to your point though, Jalen Hurts had to bring them to victory, and he did do that. But he does do that, and this is my greatest problem with that discussion. You have Josh Allen in losses that people try to elevate this person as being on a level of Mahomes. Mm. Let me tell you something. He's 6-6. Six and six. Don't ever put a person who's mediocre. Yeah, that's an average, you are what your record you are says what your you record are. is. And, and a person that is mediocre on the level of Mahomes. Remember, he jumped in terms of, or he elevated in terms of his perception from media and from um, the overall crowd after losing to Mahomes. Well, Mahomes came back in 13 seconds and got in that ass. After that game that Mahomes beat him, people, the pundits, were trying to say that he was greater than Mahomes. Mm. Now, okay, the reason behind that, the meat of it, was he didn't have any expectations. So he produced at a high level and was and he won that game because it was in Kansas City. Or excuse me, lost that game, but he lost it closely and it was in Kansas City. So it was really just more about you're just saying if there's a little tweak here and a little tweak there. Will so the Chiefs happen prevail? I mean, uh, the, were, the Bills The prevail. Bills were available. But what happens when expectations added? He had a down year last yeah. year because last year they expected him to be MVP. And this year now he's having a mediocre 6-6, six and six, and everybody's going to make all these excuses. I saw on Twitter yesterday after his loss, everybody tried to blame the refs. 
Excuses are like assholes. Everybody has them. But at mm. the end of the day, you got to win. And guess who, oh, doesn't, guess who doesn't have any excuses? Hurts. Because when you go 15 and 1 in, 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 in games that you're sitting over here playing against a team that is, uh, that is in the same realm as you, that is a, 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 a perennial playoff team that has a winning record, then you can sit over here and say that Allen is great because Allen in his six overtime games, guess what his record is in six overtime games? What is he, 0-6? 0-6. Oh <laughs> so don't sit over here. You can't tell me that this gentleman is of the, of the level of the ilk of Mahomes or of Hurts, and he is 0-6 when the game is on the line. It's up to him to bring it. See, Hurts relishes in those times. Mahomes relishes in those times. Mahomes is down to Allen. Like 13 seconds left yeah, and came back I, and won I think that if game. We're, if, it's levels to this shit. Okay. If we're doing this like simple just ranking, I would easily, easily say, you know what? It is Mahomes first. And then I would say Jalen Hurts is a close, very, very, very close second. And then you're going to say Josh Allen in that pool of the really good players. The thing is, is that I always take into account because we talk about the fragility of winning, right? So uh, superior offensive lines. Like I, I saw in that game that Kelsey, their Pro Bowl, uh, low key might be Hall of Famer center. You know, he hiccuped a couple of times and then he caught, because he was he, hurt. And he, but he had false starts. But guess what? He was hurt. But when he had that that running that winning rushing touchdown, guess what that dude did? He rolled out. And boobopped the, the, the linebacker to allow Hertz to be, get free. Whoa, 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 whoa. I won't allow you to do that. I won't allow you to, now, to now. attribute Hertz's greatness based off of Kelsey having a I'm good play. Saying, because here's where twist is that play was designed. They knew that that play was going to win because of the defense that the Buffalo Bills played. Sure. They knew that the defense that they were playing, that that was going to be wide open. So although he made a good play in the midst of a play that was already predestined to sit over here and have success, we're not going to sit over in the tribute. I'm going to have to look at you with the straight face. (laughs) Because what I'm also going to say is is that, you know what, this is also about excellence of execution, bro. And what you really, what the only thing I'm talking about is when we say fragility of winning is, is that that with all of the mistakes that Kelsey made, when it really rubber met the road, it was excellence of execution. His center did exactly what he was supposed to do. And Hurst did exactly what he was supposed to do. And he and that's just the perfection of them. That is that is the Eagles' way. Yes, Jalen Hurts deserves all the credit. I just think that he happens to have a scenario to where he has a superior offensive line. Even in the midst of mistakes, they still executed exactly what they is needed to do. Is it fair to say we're looking at our next MVP? Ooh, you know what? Well, we can go ahead and say yes. I'm gonna go ahead. You tell me. You tell me who's who's gonna who's gonna take the 
take it from him. You know what? The only one, the only person that I might even throw in there is CJ Stroud, just because of CJ Stroud is just balling right now. Without and a doubt, we're going to talk, about, we talk about him in one, one quick second. But my, my one last thing I have to say is we have to stop sitting over and trying to make excuses for the Eagles' wins when Hurts is the leader of that team, while systematically giving credit to a quarterback that loses mm. and, and, and elevate a quarterback who lost because they they just lost. Yeah, okay, so just almost like not switching reels, but this is like the 1B of this topic, right? I, I, I also, I agree at the end of the day, you're right, you know, I got to throw up the white flag, okay? It, you made your point. Thank you. Thank <laughs> okay. you. I just want to say thank you. I appreciate it. You made that. your point, bro. But what I would also, let's say, argue, and, and, and I can't even believe I'm doing this because I don't even like the Bills. <laughs> okay. But, you know, Allen played such a phenomenal and he did, game. Yes, he did. He just, he looked like he was ready for the moment mm-hmm. and he rose to the moment. And he was. And he was, for sure. But that pick. Oh, oh yeah, that hurt. That hurt. But, then, you know, he overcame that, right? He overcame he that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he was... He made the right, correct throw. It's just his receiver and him weren't on the same, same page. Thing. Yada yada yada. Spilled milk. This is what happens to them. You remember when we were young and we was in elementary school, and the motherfucker that lost the fight was over in the corner by themselves, <laughs> and the motherfucker <laughs> won the fight. Everybody was gathered around. Oh him. yeah, it was well, like, well, yeah, well, you good, you my friend. Right now. in that situation, everybody was around Davis because they knew he made the right play. Yeah, and nobody was talking to motherfucking Allen because he knew he made the bad one. That was a prime example when you're looking at optics on who fucked up in that. Play. Well, okay, fine. Yeah, and and I will I'll roll with your analogy, you know. But, you know <laughs> listen, third grade, third grade uh, analogy. But I also will say in the same cadence is that you know because he ran the ball, he understood how to be the mobile quarterback, and I think he was he with very few. We've seen very few quarterbacks do well against that gauntlet, especially their front line. Mm-hmm. And he just he he ate them up. He shredded them. Talking about Allen. Yeah, Allen shredded them. But he, but but who won did. the game based off of their legs? Hurts. Uh, uh, I mean, do you want him to say it five times? Hurts. Yes, 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 okay. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. Okay. All right. You know, and you know why he I'm did sensitive it. with this shit? Because just a couple of years ago, because you all in your hey, just a couple of years ago, motherfuckers like Chris Sims, a whole all the pundits. We're talking about Philadelphia because they had amassed so many uh, picks. We're in a perfect position to go get a quarterback mm. and to get rid of Hurts. And then he took him to the Super Bowl. Mm. So the, the, the preseason prior, it was all about getting rid of Hurts. And then Hurts rises to the occasion and takes him to the Super Bowl. When I see shit like that, how are these individuals that are supposed to be quote-unquote experts not having a fucking oh, listen, clue on what the deal you, is. You be real sick about that. You know how it rubs me bro. the wrong way. Oh, man, motherfuckers be, talk that bullshit be, yeah, yeah. and don't really know what they're talking about. Yeah. How they're getting paid millions of dollars and don't have a clue on what they're really telling them. Look, they, what you're trying to tell me is, hire me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm good, right here, I'm good right here talking football uh, with you. Yeah. All right, well, good, man. All right, so here's what I also want to bring up, man. 
can we at least talk about what I think was like the low key, like danger game, the, the, the game of the week that I wasn't expecting to be the game of the week? Man, that Houston Jacksonville. In Houston Jacksonville. Are we seeing a like a a, a, a real like thug life rivalry? I, I coming think, on. I, I think this is kind of like this new age rivalry that we actually had back in the day with Peyton and um and, 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 Tom, oh, and Brady. Brady and Tom Brady. So, so many, many, many people forget that, that that Peyton and Tom Brady were actually in the same division. Mm. Before the divisions were realigned, Tennessee was in the same division, and and it was like the league didn't want them to have to play against each other and end up canceling one of the individuals out. So they broke up the league and took Indy out of that, so they would be able to meet in the playoffs and not have to sit over here yeah. and knock each other because they out. wanted that revenue. Because they wanted that revenue. Now I don't believe they're going to be able to do the same thing with this. But what I will tell you is, as an NFL fan, we're going to have an opportunity to sit over here and see this rivalry play twice a year, every single year, moving forward mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future. And, you know, the future is bright. When the NFL can bring in stars like these two individuals, Lawrence, they already um, – Ignited as a generational player, and I don't believe he's lived up to that expectation. No, he has not. But on the flip side, is Shroud was sent over and discounted as he was going into the going into the um, the draft scenario. Yeah, he is overexceeded, and so what happens is is now you have two individuals performing at a very high level that are in the same exact division. They're going to play each other two years in a uh, two years every single year. Mm-hmm. They're going to be bringing very phenomenal good games, just like they just did this past weekend, yeah. which was just a field goal away, and, and not just a field goal away. They were inches away because that field goal just hit that crossbar. Yeah, bar. it was. It was well, okay. So look, before I even get to the field goal, I got to give a little bit of love to the Disney Prince. Okay, because, oh, my God, I was like, you and your golden mullet, you, yeah, man, you know, you threw that ball to Ridley a couple times, Mm -hmm. and, you know, and you ran when you needed Mm -hmm. to run, and, you know, and he understood the moment, Mm -hmm. and I just was really, I think most of us were really expecting C.J. Stroud to be like, all right, I'm going to show you, motherfuckers, this dude ain't that great. Well, he but, did. And what but, I respect but, about Lawrence is that he knew, mullet, he, he knew he, he, this, he knew this was a, a, a cross he was going to have to bear. That either he was going to sit mm. over here and step up and be something special and be great. Mm-hmm. And that and that's a testament to Lawrence. I got to give it to him. Because sometimes too. the rubber meets the road and you got to be great. You got to shit or get the fuck off the pot. Yeah. And he chose to sit over here and shit. And I love that about him. I've been a fan of uh, 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 Trevor Lawrence and since his freshman year at Clemson. And, and and what we saw was an individual that's not quite as great as he was touted to be. But at the end of the day, he's still a very mm-hmm. special quarterback. Look, he took that mullet and he like flung it to the side. He was like, hold on. He was like, hold you on. Ain't got, you ain't about to whoop me today. But here's the thing is, he has to be more consistent in doing that throughout the season. Yes. And not get against ran through against real motherfuckers. Agreed. Because when he gets to the playoffs, he's going to make the playoffs this year. When you get to the playoffs, you can't come across an individual like Mahomes and your booty hole gets tight. Well, I would say that there are a, let's say, a tweener team. Mm-hmm. So to me, Trevor Lawrence has, 
I, I, even from last year, even into this year, I think he's proven that he has the mental fortitude. I just would say that some of he has to bring guys with him and can he bring the guys with him so that when they got Ridley, we were thinking that was going to be the answer. But Ridley was kind of like a mystery up until these last two weeks. He has been relatively invisible. So then, you know, it's kind of like he really missed Zay Jones and Zay Jones was his guy. But he's had Ingram, he's had ETN, and he's had uh, what's what's their slot guy? Uh, uh, Tank Dill. No, uh, sorry, no, no, sorry, no. sorry. Um, um, uh, Kirk. Thank you, mm-hmm. Kirk. So Kirk has kind of been the guy that so he's gone to. They, uh, let's say uh, series in and series out. That's been the guy that he's gone to. But he, in the big moments actually has not had a go-to guy and he's kind of relied on himself and this was the first game regardless of whether or not you would say the Houston uh, Houston Texans their their defense might not have been as formidable but this is the first time that I said you have a number one wide receiver in Ridley and you said damn it well last you and me bro my last game he did that this is where the problem is Ridley, before his suspension last year, was considered a top five wide receiver. Easily. Um, uh, um, Zay Jones is always. Zay Jones had, is a tryhard dude. Tryhard had respect. We have Kirk, who was signed to an $80 million deal. And we have ETN that, that uh, has been he's renowned. He's, as, a, he's as, like, he's like Swift for the, for the Philly. Renowned as, as, as a quality no running back. Now, when you look at Shroud, who has Collins as his number one? Collins versus Ridley. Tank yeah. Dale is a rookie versus uh, Kirk, an eighty million dollar uh, wide Although. receiver. <laughs> now you talking about he's talking about John. We're talking yeah. about somebody that might earn a paycheck. Like you might not need oh. to leave him on his rookie right. contract. And then you talk about their third wide receiver, which is Robert Woods, Bobby Trees, who we know the game is passing by and yeah. he's too old compared yeah, he's like to, Crowder compared right to now. theirs. Yeah, yeah, and then running old. backs, you have Singletary, who came from Buffalo that was rejected by Buffalo, and then you have Old Boy Pierce, yeah. who just came back off of injury. So when you're talking about elevating people, he has a squad. That they, that they should be elevating each other. Shroud truly has a team yes. that he's elevating. So that, and there's and levels to this shit. That's I the mean, deal. It's levels to the deal. I and mean, so we give these credence to these quarterbacks that come in here with, with, with a presumptiveness of greatness. And when they don't sit over here and live up to that greatness, we begin making excuses for them. Mm. You know, I'm not an excuse oh factory. Oh, my God. You are not I, an excuse guy. So we have to keep this shit clean, and we have to call a spade a spade and keep this shit real. We have Shroud that is actually elevating a team of misfits that if imagine if Lawrence had this team we'd be talking about we can't judge him off of this group of people he doesn't have a good enough uh, uh, supporting cast we would be making excuses for him he has a phenomenal team and he actually should be doing better if Shroud had that Group of uh, 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 weapons. Uh, of this is weapons. Guess what? It would well, be a whole well, other ball right. game. So the allow me to retort <laughs> if I shall. Yes, please. Okay. So the only thing that I would say to that is, you know, that game was only won and lost by a field goal. Mm-hmm. Now, 
I think that you got to give a little bit of credit to the Jacksonville defense and Allen is specifically on that Jacksonville defense because he just said, I'm going to pressure Stroud. But I think Stroud played a phenomenal game. He he knew exactly when it was time to run. He knew exactly when it was time to throw. And he did that flawlessly. And he even put his his team, even though it was a stretch for his kicker, he put them in position to at least tie the game and who knows what ever happened. The bottom line is, is that you can honestly see that as this, these, both of these teams develop, that they, they are kind of like neck and neck. This is just happens to be, it's almost like Lakers Celtics. Like they, they aren't like the teams, but they, they are, they're pretty damn close. We have the opportunity to see two great people, two great players that are, um, yes, have an opportunity are. to buy for They've MVP, established, established QB, like top QBs of yeah, the league. We them dudes. Them dudes. Now, guess what? There's a dude that we need to talk about mm. that sometimes gets lost in the shuffle because he's not flamboyant. He's soft-spoken. Um, all he wants to do is win, and he doesn't come from a big market. All I want to do is win, 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 win no matter win. what. Yes. And so, and you know who, who that is? And that's Lamar Jackson. Uh-oh. And, and, and this is a season that this this season is in Lamar Jackson, the Baltimore's reigns. Yeah, it is. I agree. They have it. This is probably their best year, in my opinion. They need for, to do For them to year. sit over here. And when, when, when Mahomes is not at his, at his, um, at his height in terms of the team around him. Yes. This is the year that he can win a Super Bowl because he says, all I want to do is bring a Super Bowl to Baltimore. Yeah. And this is the year. Now, right now, right this second, they have the number one seed. Yeah. And, and, and Mahomes is number two. Remember, Mahomes has never had an away game in the playoffs. And I can't wait win. till he gets it, too. And let his ass go to the goddamn, even though, granted, uh, Kansas City gets cold, so I don't think that he'll be upset by the cold. But let him go into a hostile environment with some cotton. Well, cold. we would like to say, I and I personally don't believe that it's going to happen by the end of the year because, hey, the reality is, is Baltimore still has some tough games ahead of them. But I will tell you this. If they can get through that gauntlet of these last five, six games mm. and get through this gauntlet and they actually yeah. are the number one seed, I think they are best positioned to sit over and make it to the Super Bowl. I'll take it a step further. I think that this is Lamar Jackson's year to lose. I, it, listen, he there is never going to – I shouldn't say never because th- th- that would be silly. Mm-hmm. But I would say in terms of his career thus far, this is the best opportunity for him to actually break through mm-hmm. and win his first mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Okay. Now with and, Andrews out, it does make it a course. little bit. If Andrews was there, it's like write it down, take a picture. I do believe, but I think likely, you know, seeing these likely getting that playing time and seeing him play, he looks yes. like a wide receiver out there, like more than Andrews. Like this motherfucker yes. looks special. The biggest, I would say, uh, um, let's say deficiency, okay. deficiency mm-hmm. of likely is that he doesn't block the same way that mm-hmm. Andrews does. And what allows their play action to be so effective mm-hmm. is because 
Andrews yes. blocks mm-hmm. at, at a yes. Pro Bowl yes. level. Yes. yes, yes, yes. And then what it is is that when they don't, and they they're a very run dominant team. Mm-hmm. And so then when, when he doesn't block and then he slips out and he does all these schemes, it allows him to get free because he, Andrews is a wide receiver mm-hmm. like Kelsey. Just a little bit bigger, right? Right. But, I would but, agree. But, right. But, yeah. but and the Kelsey elk. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And, and they do that run pass option real heavy, you know, cause they got Edwards, they got Hill, they got now all of it got Mitchell, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. So okay. yeah, the running back. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, okay. They got this, this, Cadence of running backs, mm-hmm. and then you have obviously Lamar, mm-hmm. and then and Lam- the defense. Yes, so so just like we talked in weeks past, right? Mm-hmm. The thing that uh, that is going to make a Super Bowl caliber team is that you have to have all three phases. Mm-hmm. They have all three phases, even with Andrews being hurt. Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. all three phases. Now Lamar has to do his part more than he probably has in the, in weeks past because. Now you're really depending upon OBJ, and you don't, you, you know, OBJ. The, and, all, the, the offensive weapons, as much OBJ as, as, much as no, as much as they're better, they're still not great. Yeah, because there's still a fragility. They're, they're not much. I wouldn't even say if they are better. They're not much better if they are better than Kansas City's. Yeah, you know, I think the only let's say if we're going to cross hairs, you know. Uh, with Kansas City, you're basically you're really relying on Kelsey and you're relying on Rice, which is a rookie. Yeah, and this is the and first then, game that he's had a true impact. So, yes. Yeah, and then yeah, Tony, but but the same thing, Gray, but they're all droppers of the of the football. But the same thing with Baltimore, they're yeah. relying on. They should have had an Flowers, Andrews uh, that was like a Kelsey, yeah, and Flowers, who's yeah. a rookie, yeah. And OBJ, who the game is a year away from passing him by. It, okay, so Flowers is a rookie. I thought this was his second, no. his second year. Oh, this is his first year. Yes. Okay, so I have him correct. in fantasy. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, look, a rookie. Yeah, all right, so you're right, right? And then, and he's also like kind of banged up. He got a head injury. You know, all he's white man. All of us, America, who do fantasy uh, football, you know, you was <laughs> like, "All right, bro." You know, did you practice on Friday? Right. Like, right. come on now. Yes. So, but he, but he produced, right? So the the thing that I would say about Lamar at the end of the day, I don't, I don't think that he's had a better scenario provided as long as he doesn't get hurt. But it's not great. No, and I think that, it's that not great. I think I think to to win a Super Bowl, shit has to be great. But Mahomes also proved that's not the case. It wasn't great last year. We got Juju being your top wide receiver outside of Kelsey. Yeah, but but this is the testament. This is the time that Lamar puts himself in the ethos. Yes. The oh, look at him. Where goes that big word? <laughs> yes, you know, ethos. you know, I'm gonna give you a big word every single week. Put you in that ethos of sitting over here and, and being in that level and, and talked about with the Mahomes, not just of talent, but of greatness. Yeah. It's the difference between you. saying he's as talent, he's talented versus he's great. Taking a team that is not um constructed to be like a team, um, who are we thinking of that has like a like a Bengals? The Bengals have a wide receiver core. 
that is just unbelievable. Yeah, we had Chase and, and Higgins and so on and so forth. So the, and so they they prop Burrow up. Yeah, Mahomes doesn't have a team that props him up. Lamar has never had a team that props him up. But this is just the 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 best of a. A, of a team that's not great. Yeah, they've invested their free agency dollars on defense, and but but this is why they have, let's say, a uh, a Super Bowl caliber defense. Mm-hmm. So they invested their dollars there, and then they just said that we're going to draft, and then they basically picked up guys not off of the scrap heap because you know, bottom line, Agarwal, some uh, of them was off the scrap heap. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but 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 OBJ is like a low key, like he could be a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. If he stays healthy, but he's and he's shown that he's shown that in the Super Bowl with the Rams. Yeah, he's shown flashes of greatness. He's even yeah. shown flashes of greatness Agreed. this week. Can he do it throughout the playoffs? Can he do it in the last yeah. five six be games of the season without the getting hurt? Yeah, it's about health mm-hmm. with them a thousand percent. It's it's a thousand percent. But even with that, you know, Bateman, they 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 well, forgot guys. all about him. He's so yeah. cold. Yeah, he Stone is, cold. but but he's still a physically he's he he's a big run, body, he's strong, but he's he always hurt. Can they beat Kansas City in a championship game? If it's in Baltimore, hell yeah. If they're in Kansas City, because, because you you you're you're asking history to flip itself on its head. Let's look at it from a worst case scenario. They're in Kansas City because they have a tough. Final part of they the season. Road home. So, so, so Kansas City is more than likely going to have the number one seed. Can the Ravens go into Kansas City with all the chips on the table and win that singular game to get to the Super Bowl? That's the question. Okay. So to me, the answer is yes, but I don't want them to. I want that game to be in Baltimore. So, you know, if I'm going to go my, uh, G Damas. <laughs> I'm going to say that, that that game is in Baltimore. Right. Okay. okay. Uh, in, in Baltimore, can yeah. they win it? Yes. With it, with this ensemble yes. without without uh without um the yes. the tight end. Yes. Now you know the tight end is supposed to come back. It's supposed yeah, to not I, as bad as they thought it. He yeah, I heard it was back. season ending. So they, no, 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 no. He actually might. Once they did some tests, he actually might be able to come back. Now, see, look um, at you getting deep and staying long. Oh, you know, look at you. I do. Look at you looking at that's the man. That's course. what I do. I, I get deep and I stay long. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I ain't touching that one. Oh my you god. Should. You should. Oh my god. Yeah. No, so, so I got another quick question for you because we talk about these teams that are like coming up, like like Baltimore is that team that, that sit over here and really possibly uh, uh, vie for that Super Bowl berth, right? Uh-huh. And so you know everybody's been excited about the Lions, mm. and, and, and you know what? You know I was like, eh, and then you go through this season, and then we go ten games in, and it's like, okay, well maybe they can, and then. They start Putin. Mm. And then once they started Putin, then they actually shit the bed this past week. And so mm. we've had two weeks to where they they haven't them and Jared yeah, Goff. They, they, really they, they haven't arrived. No, no. Jared Goff hasn't performed at a level that he was performing at in the previous eight games, nor has he performed at a level at this stage of the season 
that that is going to carry them deep into the playoffs. So what are your thoughts about the Lions and Jared Goff and them being kind of off track? Mm. And can they get it okay. back on track soon enough to really be a, 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 a force in the playoffs? You know, I think the NFL is so funny because what you're really saying is, is that, you know, Jared Goff is a, is a throwback to the pocket passer. So he is a traditionally a pocket passer mm-hmm. and he is almost like the the like the last bastion the the flagship guy mm-hmm. to just say you don't need a mobile quarterback <laughs> you need a guy who can read defenses right. and throw the ball on time mm-hmm. and be able to understand that it was a blitz pre-snap mm-hmm. and do all of that stuff and when you give that guy weapons that's how you win ladies and gentlemen and guess what? And he is wetting the bed just a tad, but I just don't think that it's all on him. I really, what I see when I see the Lions is th- their defense has let them down. Now, um, you can couple that by saying also uh, Green Bay and Jordan Love probably needs to get a little bit of love. Because, you know, he's also was maturing at the same time. Mm -hmm. He had a really good week the the previous week. And he is a a mobile quarterback that is trying to do it in that. uh, I wouldn't say he's a mobile quarterback. He's a quarterback that can be mobile. Yes. Just like Mahomes is not a mobile quarterback, but he can be mobile. Very, Mm -hmm. very uh, very well said. (laughs) Perfectly said. And you know what? What he has shown is, is that he has gotten a little bit of rhythm with his wide receivers. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't really given the ball to Watson. And all of a sudden, him and Watson got a little bit of rhythm there. You know, Reed has been his guy and Reed produced. And then, you know, and then they got, I think is a, a Dobbs. So all of them, especially in a dome on turf with no weather being involved, they actually just said, guess what? We can slice this secondary. But, but Green up. Bay comes from a team that plays on natural field, that plays outdoors, which means that they should be more uh, formidable on that type of surface versus the the Lions that weren't. Now, well, I, well we, can, we, can we, I can I allow me to say this one okay. thing before? Mm-hmm. And I know I'm cutting you off, sir. But <laughs> what I would also say is is that. Green Bay has traditionally been a team that has given really excellent offense, especially with the Aaron Rodgers era Mm -hmm. in the summer months. Mm -hmm. And then when they get to the cold, we have seen that same style of offense look a little shitty when it gets cold. And you would think because they're used to the cold that they would be able to do it. But their scheme is really a lot. It's more predicated on. Uh, having a versatile, versatile running back and a lot of receivers that can run a lot of schemes. And that don't work good in the snow. So when they play in dome scenarios, we saw Aaron Rodgers kill people with that same scheme, right? So that translates when you talk about Detroit playing in a dome. That's what I saw. And then they have a very, very good defense that is, let's say, pass rush heavy. And then they never blitz. So it's, it's really just, you're going to have to beat us. We're going to give you four, maybe five. 
but we're going to give you four rushing the passer. And is your offensive line good enough? Probably not because we got rock stars out here. And then we got guys who can cover on the back end. And Jared Goff ran into that scenario and he wet the bed. Well, well, at the end of the day is what we have to talk about is and what my original question was to you was can they get over the hump? You know, we do know that the Detroit Lions have a 50-year history of mm. not getting over the hump. And we And that's do, what they look like on Thanksgiving. And we do believe Thanksgiving 16 straight losses. Yeah, it was almost like they said, "Wait, are we good? But, but we better not be good but, today." But here's twist is, <laughs> you know, when you have the necessary ingredients to be good, you have a great general manager that mm. came from the Rams and, and their Super Bowl run teams. You have a great coach in Dan Campbell. You have a quarterback He's that's a been coach. to a Super Bowl, that's a veteran, that was a number one pick, that um, unfortunately was cast aside by their, their previous team. But mm. obviously to be a number one pick, to have gone to a Super Bowl, there has to be something yeah. there. You, yeah. you, you have great um, – uh, uh, um, uh, personnel. Yeah, they talk about Amon Ra, Montgomery, you, the, the offensive Saban. line, but the offensive line, like I'm talking about to, in, in the in totality total. of a team. Yes. Can this team break those generational curses of the organization to get past? Because that's what they have to do. Okay. They have to sit over here and say, what we have been as an organization for a half a century. Yeah. <laughs> it's going Say to it be again. different moving forward. Let me tell you that that's not easy. Yeah. And you, you, there has to be um, certain um, fortitude within the yeah. everybody in the we're, organization we're, we're to break through. Dare I say, this is when we go into the nut scale. <laughs> yes. Are you going to be... Correct. Are you going to be mice right. nuts? Uh, are you going to have grande huevos? Are, are we going to come in here with our big balls, and, like cannonballs? And, 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 and I think it's saying it's so funny that you say that when you when you put it in that perspective. The reality is, is nobody's going to sit over here and say golf has some big nuts. Nobody. I don't give a fuck. Golf, golf is golf's golf wife is ain't going to say he Ooh, got the big balls. No, you know what? She better. She, she better she, say that. She won't even say. It. Oh, she can't look at us not even without her. equivocation and say, yeah. Oh, man, that's some big She's going to say that to his face, and then she's going to go to the side <laughs> like, and be like, like, well, maybe. I don't know. I love him, though. Yeah, but I don't well, know. But, I don't but, know if he has a, but I But do let me not get into his team, relationship. But I do believe <laughs> that, that that this team has all the ingredients they do. To, to maybe not get to the Super Bowl. I'm not going to sit over and go out on, on that limb. What I will say is, is I believe if golf, who's known to be streaky, he can have great games and then have bad games and then go back on a streak of good games. If they can catch that lightning in a bottle yeah. at the right time, this is a team in its totality that can go possibly to the championship game. I agree. And then we sit over here and shake the dice and see where we're at. You know, listen, I will say this. I don't want to, let's say, pile on to golf because I think by and large, yeah, he's had a couple of rough outings, probably the maybe especially the last two weeks. The last two weeks. But mm-hmm. but he's done well. 
where I think that they wet the bed on my is their secondary. So they they picked up uh, Gardner Johnson, and I don't know if he's hurt because I haven't looked at their scouting report to see if he was playing or not. But when you pick up Gardner Johnson from the the Eagles, who mm-hmm. was basically an interception master out mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. he was he was an interception waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. And you get that guy, and then you have the the young pass rush that they had. Their defense has let them down in these last, let's say, two or three weeks mm-hmm. to a level that that I think golf is is paying the bill for. And yeah, even though he's thrown these picks, but he's scored enough points. Even with the picks, mm-hmm. he scored enough points for them to win the game. His defense is just completely but falling what, but apart. But what happens when the, the defense end. falls apart and you don't throw those picks? What happens in those two games? Yeah, you you probably they win. You they win comfortably. Win. You probably win. So yeah, it, it goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. But I think if I am Jared Goff, and you know he's not a he's not a perennial all time player. But he's a good player. Mm-hmm. And with the right scenario, you know, with the, the right protection, the right amount of skill players around him, which I believe that they have, you know, he can produce. So it's just he needs help. He needs like that a la Cleveland Browns type of defense. You know, he needs his defense to just look in the mirror, look at the film and just say, what are we not doing? And bring themselves along. Otherwise, what they're going to do is they're going to be an early exit. They're going to make the playoffs. I think that it's fair to say that they're going to make the playoffs mm-hmm, this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They are because mm-hmm. they, they've done enough in the early mm-hmm, weeks. Mm-hmm. But are you an early exit? Are you just going to get boobocked by the Cowboys and, well, and well, off we go? Let me ask you this. You talked about a perennial player. And that leads me to uh, an even greater question or, or another question for you. Is Russ that perennial player that you're talking about? Oh, or has the, 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 the transition, the change in that team really have solely sit on the shoulders of their coach, Sean Payton? Very good question. You know, hmm, I'm going to have to take a three-second pause on that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's figure what this shit out. <laughs> Where are my feelings? Right. G Money. <sighs> I think that it really does boil down to Sean Payton. Yeah. Um and I hate to say it, but yeah. I, I, I but I gotta as much as we uh successfully Obliterated him, mm-hmm. especially after that seventy-point boobopping they got. That's what's so great is when you can come from yes. a boobop that big and still come back. Yeah. Like people gotta, don't sit over here and respect that. When you sit over here and give up seventy and then come back to a five-game winning streak. Yeah, and I hate his arrogance. I hate how we treated the quarterback. Going into this season and like, you know, fuck, he basically you say is fuck Wilson. I run this motherfucker. He don't run shit and fuck him and I'll get rid of it. Like it was, what? it was a tone of disrespect, but God damn, that's maybe what this man needed. Yeah. Because you know, and I think I might even said this before because I think 
he got everybody's attention, especially after they got spanked like that. Mm-hmm. And he and he basically, yeah, I think I think two things. Russ finally said, "I ain't worried about Sierra's feelings." <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a, let, let me go back to be quarterbacking yeah. instead mm-hmm. of being a social media mogul. Mm-hmm. And as a competitor, just as a as a athlete who has played, whether or not you played. High school, Pop Warner, uh, whatever. You, you on should any feel level, some kind of way. You should feel some kind of way after you get whooped like that. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Whatever them coaches say, if they say, yeah. you know, go ahead and take take three of these pills and do about a hundred push-ups, you're gonna do it. If you're gonna say, hey man, you know, you need to get in this corner, you need to do this, you need to be con- concerned about that. Guess what? I'm paying attention on a different level, and I gotta give Sean and his staff. A lot of credit because running off five in a row after it's you hard in this league. You were when we talked about of the league. It's hard to win in this league. It is, and they've won five in a row. They have. with not a great team. No, with Same not guys. a great ensemble. Same, Same guys from last year, without a doubt. Same and, dudes. and sat over here and found a way to win. That is a testament to Sean Payton. Yes, it. but it's also. Um, Russ playing playing within himself. Yes, and, and, and letting agree. Russ cook probably is but not the recipe to yes. success. What well, we right. are knowing that yes. is it's not, especially as he gets older and older and older, yes. is not the recipe for success. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dump the cliche. Mm-hmm. And because you know that's like a tagline, that's mm-hmm. like a, a commercial advertisement. Let mm-hmm. Russ cook. Let right. Russ cook. No, your ass has been getting cooked. But but and but, now but that, was, but that is, was that was quote unquote um, feasible to kind of give him the opportunity to cook three years ago. But as you get older, as we know, because we've gotten older, three years makes a motherfucking difference. Mm. Shit, in our forties, three years is oh, is, yeah. is almost ten percent of our lifetime. Yeah, you're right. You understand what I'm saying? So so like. Okay, three years ago, maybe let Russ cook. Well, now Russ can't cook no more. Russ can sit over here and he can be a head chef and watch another motherfucker cook, or he can be a head chef and tell us somebody how to cook, but he can't be necessarily doing the cooking on a fast pace. Oh, look at you taking that analogy. Look at you taking that analogy. You just going with it. Right. You, you follow what I'm saying? He's not going to be flipping the shit no more. He's not sitting over here rolling the the pizza anymore. Them days is over for him. Yeah, well, you know what? Okay, so in another spin on the analogy of cooking, <laughs> I would just simply say is, you know, he just realized that the thing about the cooking, bro, is you got to have that fire. You got to have that fire. You got to have that passion. You mm-hmm. got to have that dedication. Mm-hmm. And the thing that gave you all of that success, even in your close losses, was that you had that fire in your belly and i think that the the his championship runs the fire of that team was that defense mm-hmm. and 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 that running back but we can't say Russ didn't have that have that fire because he was over exercising on the no, plane no no no, no. he had no, the fire no no i i don't disagree i just think that that was let's say the the thing that started the cauldron mm-hmm. and then but russ came in and russ said let me go ahead and throw some gasoline on this bitch. <laughs> and, 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 and now we, we full of flame. And he, 
But but he, bro, you just steal just the gasoline. And I think this is the first time that he realized I need to be the wood too. I need to be the wood too. And so now that he has kind of like come mm-hmm. off of the perch a little bit, mm-hmm. he's like, oh yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And 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 I'm gonna be the wood too mm-hmm. because I'm playing with a new set of dudes mm-hmm. and they just know my reputation. They mm-hmm. haven't felt it, seen it, whoop de wop, and now he's delivering. And I gotta give but, him a lot of love. But what's so special is is he that was last year's shit. This year's shit is your reputation is tarnished. Yeah, we had a chance to see you up close and you didn't get it done. And to find a way to reinvigorate that reputation. Oh, it's been beautiful to see. I mean, that's what's special. But still, the the straw that 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 twirls this drink is the coach. Yeah, I mean, agree. And let me tell you something. If they fuck around and make the playoffs, guess who's coach of the year? Oof. Guess who's coach of the year? You can write down and take a picture. Yeah, this yeah. man is coach of the year. Yeah, yeah. It, it, to me, the, the to me, the neck and neck is him and um, uh, the head coach of Houston. I, I think and, and, uh, Demarco the, the, Demarco um, is definitely in the run. But the twist is, you talk about a team that both of our teams that come from the the doldrums, right? And you have one coach that took a rookie that took it to the next. And you have another coach that took a, a, a player that was at the was teetering on going off to the abyss. Mm-hmm. Here's why DeMarco might fuck around and win it. And, it. and we don't know if it's on the coach or if it's on the player. C.J. Shroud looks like to be a great. Russ is on the downslide. So what do the voters put more um, thrust in, m- more belief in? A, 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 a player that is heading downward that they kind of staved off that? Mm. Or a new coach who got a motherfucker that we didn't know how great he was going to be? And was he the precipitous to take him to the next. Oh, precipitous. Perci- uh, precipitous. Precipitous. See, look, like I got gotcha. you. Yeah, got gotcha. you. Yeah. Precipitous. Yeah. All right. Which one Spelling was it? Me. Which, which, one? <laughs> <laughs> which one was it? But 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 there there are conundrums in this. Yeah. Was it was it the motherfucker that was heading downward that you stopped it, or was it the motherfucker that we didn't know could go well, here and they were the 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 exil- the the accelerant. To get them there. All right. You so know? time, time will tell. Cause you know, uh, I think that it could, it, it's, that's how fragile it is. It could go either way. It really could. And both of those coaches, I think it just what we both agree on is that they're worthy of it. But speaking of coaches, I want to talk about. The fact that they let Frank Wright kick rocks. Well, I was going to ask. I was so funny you brought that up. I was going to talk about that. We, we talked about two great coaches and Demarco and, and, and motherfucking Sean Payton. Well, I, I would fail to say before the beginning of this season, you and I would probably agree that Frank Wright was a coach that 
that if not wasn't great, at least we felt was a good coach. Yeah, I think and he was, was a good solid. fit for this. He was. He was I mean, he's a quarterback. He's coach a quarterback coach. We, we, he's had some highlights in his career yeah. that we would sit over and give him flowers, rather than sit over here and, 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 and give him shit. Yeah, I, I, he, you know, by my scale, is not a pigeon nuts guy. He, 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 or, or we thought he was in the pigeon nuts. No, hey, actions still. speak louder than words, and our record is what our record is. Yes. Our record is who we are, and so we we can't sit over here and give people passes for their record for what their result becomes or or, or translates to when. Just because we have a a perception of them before, okay. So so let's not old, give a motherfucker a pass. I'm not giving them a pass, but you know how I feel really strong about my team, and I I, I promised you that I was not going. So go if he was with the Raiders, if he was with the Raiders, and he did, he was one in ten. What would you be saying about him? Oh, he motherfucker, because he got he my, got to go. He got my. To go. However, however, see the Raiders have talent. I think that the the Panthers do not. The Panthers, I got to blame the owner and or slash GM most of all in this scenario because he's you got a quarterback who's small. Mm-hmm. You got a you got an offensive line who's marginal to poor. Mm-hmm. You had a relatively good defense and you sold off the few guys that were good. Uh in the secondary and and you two or three years prior you sold off arguably the best uh offensive weapon that you had in terms of the running back then just last year you sold off your number one you had a clear undeniable number one wide receiver so what you now is you you drafted the guy that you did now maybe you could say they should have picked Stroud Okay, but what Stroud has is he has weapons around him that are actually viable. You got Adam Thielen and Mingo, who's a mystery. Stone Cold. Stone Cold mystery. Then you picked up uh, Sanders, who's probably, he's a little bit of a mystery too. So it's not a right fault, and this is his first year. But but let's look at this. His first year? Let's look at this. Let's look at this. Come on, man. First of all, first of all, we can't sit over here. We can't sit over here and talk about running backs can't get paid. But when CMC gets paid and an owner doesn't want to pay it anymore, that now he's at fault. Because anybody else is smart for not paying a running back but when you, when it's going to come time to how, but how when it comes time to not is. pay CMC, all of a sudden he's at fault. If we can't play running backs, we can't pay CMC either. Mm. Okay. That's number one. Number two is you can't sit over and act like DJ Moore is, you know, no, no, Chase DJ Moore is a bona fide number one no, receiver. No, no, he's a very good receiver. He's on the low end of a number one. But he's still a number one. That's okay. all I'm saying. Okay. He's still a number one. It, whether or not, I'm not saying he's Jefferson. I'm not saying he's Devontae. So I'm not if, saying if, he's that. If he's not one he's a, of those individuals, one. who's Kansas City's number one? Kelsey. No, no. Wide receiver. They don't have one. Okay. So, and guess where he's in? 
Yep, what position he is in for the playoffs. One or two, right? Yeah. So we can't say, we can't use that as an excuse. No, but see, bro. We can't use that as an excuse. I'm going to just say this. I'm not going to allow you to to just, uh, you know, I I almost feel like this is like, like we watch it, uh, what is it? What what is the the Will Smith movie where it's like black men in black? Yeah, no, uh, I'm not gonna lie to that men in black me. No. Hey, I, I almost got hell, almost. <laughs> but no, you ain't gonna men in black me. Goddamn, no. Look, the bottom line is is that there are other phases of their offense and defense that are viable, which allows them to get away with <laughs> not having a number one receiver. Okay? But if you take that same kid, okay, you take the same rookie, and you have your number one wide receiver out there, even with a shitty offense. Guess how – and you know how I know that that's right? Look at what Joe Burrow did with a dog mean offensive line, and but he had his number one guy out there, and they they wrecked shop. And then you had Higgins, and then you had the, oh. so so you need to fit, you need to give yes. the guys some guys yes, to yes, throw yes. You need to give him some guys that can actually get open and catch the ball. And they had none of that. They have none of that other than oh. Uh, let's say a solid, not not Hall of Fame, solid wide receiver in Thielen, and then a bunch of dog meat. So, so this is what I want to give you: is that a, when you become a billionaire and you make billions out of nothing, that means I don't have to listen to none of you. No, 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 no. What you understand is is that shit can get done, right? Well, now, let me finish now. Uh, Michael Jordan, okay. Was an individual that sat over here and said, I'm going to make it happen. Kobe, mm. as we all know and love, was like, I'm going to sit over and make it happen. Even though we know, because we've seen Kobe's years or he was great, but the team was shitty. Yeah. But Kobe had a mentality of, we should all be great. Yes. He was mad that he was the only one that was great, but he had that expectation. Yes. Everybody, Jordan had that expectation even before he became Jordan, like how we know it. Right, they had that expectation that we should all be great. Tepper has that expectation because he was a head fund Michael Jordan, Kobe type motherfucker. Yes, in a head fund space, that we should all be great, and he is expecting greatness in this space without the necessary tools. Yeah. Tepper act like he got great just off of his brain. And it wasn't tools. It wasn't a team. It wasn't uh, research ability to sit over here and get him to that point. Well, you know what? Listen, them firing Frank Reich to me was, I'll just say it. I think it was a mistake. And I will say that this is just a billionaire guy doing what billionaire guys do. No, that was the case when he didn't rehire Wilkes. Ooh, this what a twist is. Look at you going deep. Because Wilkes had, 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 a, team, had a team that was felling. They gave him the team. He brings them into Ooh. one game of actually sitting Ooh. over the game for the playoffs. Controversy. The players wanted him to remain. And this motherfucker grew a brain and sit over and said, I'm going to get rid of 
Wilkes, who the team Look, loves. you don't make me go to my backup last. Who's done the deal. I, I, you, I uh, know this for you pointed it here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Silly me. <laughs> Let and, me swap and, and, and we sat over here and watched this, this, this owner sit over here and not go with what was working because he had the epiphany. He had the perceived genius to sit over here and go against that. And this is what the result is. Mm. And unfortunately, these motherfuckers that have a billion dollars think that they're smart and forget that many times great wealth, great success comes with a percentage of luck. Yeah, absolutely. But it also, you know, I think First of all, none of these guys getting to that level are, are not unintelligent. And so that it'd be poppycock to say that they're not intelligent. But the I would look him in the face and say, you a dumb motherfucker for getting dumb, rid of Will. But the reason why he's also a dumb motherfucker is because the thing that you have to realize is that when you go into different arenas is that you have to be effective at delegating and understanding who is the most effective person to handle the 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 results that you want to see and what it seems like is like seems because it's not like what we're in result the do you think he wants to see he want uh, like every owner like anybody who owns okay tell me what do you think the result they, they want to they want to see winning but what he needs or i'm not saying you're wrong in terms of he doesn't want to see winning but that's a misnomer in, in itself. Okay. What you want to see with a brand new quarterback and you've gotten rid of that you brand new quarterback's development. development. Motherfucker gotta get better. But, but And this is why I'm on his side. When you don't see the player that you drafted number one that you gave up all that draft capital and your number one wide receiver for, when you don't see development in that player, yeah, you're gonna blame you somebody. Gotta, you gotta blame and, somebody. And, 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 yeah, yeah, he went on the sideline. I, I do get that, but then it's also this is why you're also a dumb motherfucker because you didn't give him anything to develop around. You didn't give him anything to develop with. He you did, have, or the general manager did. Okay, so if you hired the general manager, then you're still a dumb motherfucker because you did not give him the right general manager who realized that he needed to have some development players. So if that motherfucker gets fired, if that motherfucker gets fired at the okay. end of the month, the general manager gets I fired. I charge five hundred dollars an hour. Okay, <laughs> God damn it! Hey, you're talking to a billionaire. You should say five thousand dollars. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Right. You're in the selling yourself. I would sit over and tell him, motherfucker, if you want me, it's five thousand an hour. Okay, what he said. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, Reich is out of here. They have a they have the the um special teams coach as a as a temporary uh head coach, which I think that's a mistake. They have um our, our guy, I can't think of his name from Chicago. That was a head coach for Chicago oh, back in the day. Right. I, I know who you're talking about. I know right. who you're talking about. Who should have been moved into that head coaching job, which right. he didn't do. But now you have this this joker. So what he's saying is, is guess what? I'm gonna sit over here and let you flail, let you miss, so I can increase the 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 the, the draft choice that I can get. Mm-hmm. And here's what twist is: he's not gonna get rid of the that that quarterback. 
So now he's put himself in a position to get some some necessary. If he was smart, you have a high draft choice. You sit over here and sell that draft choice to get a couple more draft choices mm-hmm. to get a few key components like linemen, mm. like uh, maybe a great wide receiver at the end of the first round. So mm-hmm. you sit over and sell your your. Is that can't even sell his top choice. His first choice is the thirty third choice. See. Right, I mean, yeah, they're they're now, they're, they're now, stuck in between a rock and a hard place. Now, thing I walk that I'm going to bring, I'm going to reel it back to Frank in this one regard. If this is your head coach's first year, he, in my estimation, my humble opinion, mm-hmm. that motherfucker could lose every game. You are trying to establish a culture. You have not allowed this coach no, no. to establish any semblance of what his culture would be. And so only thing you did was is that you created a culture of volatility. So now that the but coach gee, is gone. When you, when you sit over here. You're going to have to hire somebody else next when, year. When you're a game away from the, from the playoffs last year, and now you're sitting over here in a position Knowing though, knowing though that you gave away no. all of your talent, Come you on, didn't man. give away all your talent. You gave away one player that was your talent. So I'll simply say this: Fields, Fields got hurt. Fields has been marginal, right? Majority I think he's of special. I think that team fucked him. Well, he's been marginal in t- in his season or in his career thus far until he got DJ Moore. So then when he got DJ Moore, he looked really good, and then he got hurt. Who would you want, Fields or the quarterback currently for the Panthers? Oh, Fields. Duh. Why? Uh, Taller, more athletic, stronger arm. Do I need to say more? You gotta sound like you gotta sound like me versus you gotta sound like me. Oh, I mean, you might agree with me. You oh, got, I unequivocally. Oh, oh, unequivocally. Oh, look, yeah, I'm going to do a happy dance hey, with that. Hey, so. Unequivocally. But I don't think we I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on this. All, no, I, all I need to do, do is... Let, look, let, let's go talk about fantasy, man. Look, at the end of the day, what we're really saying is, uh, damn the Panthers, they, they, they shitty. And, and, and so guess what? The last thing I have to say about Frank Wright. Nepotism. You didn't see the story. Because you were right about that Wilkins thing. That his daughter was hired before he was. And that the whole nepotism with with Reich was already in play. Are you like in some secret email circle? I don't fuck around with it. I be knowing this shit. Reich's wife was hired to the Panthers. Before he got hired, which means, which which meant that there's articles about this, which meant that he was going to be hired when they were still playing the role, like um, Wilkes was going to sit over here and get the job. And so for me, is that underhanded bullshit? All this is is karma, motherfucker. You mm. had a motherfucker that was there that you said you were going to give him a shot that you never really gave him a shot. Mm. And then you hired uh, Reich's uh, daughter because you were going to hire Reich. Look at you getting deep. Yeah. 
See, okay. people don't know about oh, this shit. All right, all right. I'm well, always going to sit over here and be right, on, on, on right. giving that tea. All right. Well, you know that. That's some tea like a motherfucker. Tea like a motherfucker. Okay. So, damn the Panthers. Nobody likes them anyway. Fuck them. <laughs> okay. But, but give me... Let, going let's go to fantasy. Yeah, going to fantasy. You know, as we get into this time of the year with the fantasy, it's all like, you know, where are you at? If you don't know where you're at, you don't know where you're going. So, where are you going... For this 13th week of the season, where are you going for, for fantasy? Okay, so personal fantasy, I've been dying on the vine, and so I won't even get in and belabor myself with mm-hmm. all that talk. Mm-hmm. But daily fantasy, DFS, mm-hmm. as you love to yes. say. Easy button. Mm-hmm. Chargers over New England. Over so New England. that means Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. That means... Damn near anybody who was of ilk. If this ain't their get right game, if this ain't their get right game, have a nice day. You need to fire the head coach tomorrow. Tomorrow, correct. And if they don't beat, if they don't beat the Patriots, I mean, I mean, I mean, but beat them like a drum, not like they. they No, if they don't, I don't care. They don't gotta be my drum. If they don't win by at least one point, Staley gotta go. Yeah, well, I would uh, let me double down. If they don't win by at least 14 points, Stanley got to go. They won't win by 14 points. Oh, why? Because you you feel that strongly about Bill Belichick? No, fuck no. No. I feel that horrible or that that less of Stanley. Oh. Now, I will tell you this. Here's the other great game that people are sleeping on. Miami against the Commanders. Ah, uh, okay. Tyreek Hill should have 150 okay. yards. Easy. Easy. Yeah, he's going to be like top of the ticket mm-hmm. because you're right. Uh, he should do that. He should do that. Uh, so, so it's some goodness out there. It's some goodness. It's some fucking games that y'all can play. Yeah. Just sit over here and get it popping. Yep. If you play the right game, a combination of both of those games, you can make it happen. Wait, let me give a before we before we close. Let me get this boneyard mm-hmm. because we all know. Listen. The, uh, the 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 free agency pool is like the, is devoid of talent. It's dry. <laughs> it's dry. <laughs> it's Mojave Desert. But on the scrap heap, P Ryan. P Ryan. Hey, right now, they picture. J- Listen, who's P Ryan play for? Uh, the, the Denver, the Denver Broncos. And why is P. Ryan a great, great pickup? Because I think Javon might have got hurt, bro. Did Javante Williams got hurt. He might have got hurt. So you have McLaughlin, M- M- uh, McGullen, McLaughlin. Mag- yeah, McLaughlin. Or, okay. I actually have him on my team, too. But Samarjo P. Ryan. And, but, but the coach really respects P. Ryan. Remember. And his the, gangster. Uh, yep. uh, Sean Payton's first pickup. Was P. Ryan. Ooh, look at you going deep. Yes, I didn't know that. Shit. You know what? I'm going to have to start listening to you before I, I would. Start. I would encourage you to do I know. so. Did, did so, I say that? I'm yes, loud. you did. Oh so my God. P. Ryan is the individual that you guys need to go pick up this yeah. week. Yeah. And so without, uh, without this being, hey, you man. know, with us getting up out of here, we've had a lot of cocktails, a lot of drinks, and we've given you a whole lot of games. We've talked about a whole lot of topics and truly appreciate y'all being with us. And if you love it, 
like it. Mm-hmm. If subscribe. you love it, subscribe to it, download, and be with us for the rest of the season because we ain't going nowhere. We're going to be here all the way through the Super Bowl, and then we're going to be here in yeah. the offseason with y'all. So get this game. Obviously, we give you all this game. We put everything into this. So with that being said, football at the bar, ATB Media Network, subscribe, like, and download. Mm-hmm. And G-Money. I'm a, it's it been is. a pleasure. And you know can what? Can you stop babysitting in this motherfucking Oh, I can't drink? even believe. Listen, I'm the swashbuckler <laughs> in this bad boy. Listen, and I will say this. Give me a couple comments, and I know that some of y'all probably feel real strong and in your feelings, but <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respond. Promise. Scout's honor. Football at the bar. At the bar, hey. baby. As he said, scouts on it. <laughs> Church. Church. There it is. <laughs>